Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily. Happy Draft Week. All of our many listeners and viewers, we appreciate you guys. So let's talk a little NFL Draft, and let's talk NFL Draft quarterback, Sam. Here in Draft Week, there's a lot of buzz, but we're finally going to find out Thursday night what's actually going to happen. So on Thursday night, Sam, our question today is how many quarterbacks hear their name called Thursday night during round one? Man, I just remembered that the uh, the comments section hates this T-shirt, my pineapple T-shirt. They the last time I wore it, I got all Ooh. kinds of hate comments in the comments. Uh, but you know, tough. We're gonna roll through it. Maybe somebody I think loves three. it. Let us know if you actually like Sam's T-shirt. Yeah, maybe somebody. Uh, I think three end up going. Uh, I think Malik Willis is one. I think Kenny Pickett is two, and then the third one I think is the wild card. That could be any of the next three, to be honest. Whether it's Matt Corral, whether it's Sam Howell. Or Desmond Ritter. I think somebody is going to uh, like one of those QBs enough to get them somewhere later on the first round. To me, I honestly think the Carolina might grab Kenny Pickett at six. Crazy as that would be to anybody other than Carolina. Uh, and then Malik Willis is the one I think that's just guaranteed to go in the first round somewhere. And then the third guy being the X Factor. I hate when I agree with you. I was going to say three as well. I Look, you know me. I would buy into that late draft hype, right? I knew... Justin Herbert was going to the Dolphins, completely bought into that a couple of years ago. So I'm buying the Kenny Pickett to Carolina rumors. So I think that's real. I believe the Malik Willis stuff with Pittsburgh, right? So whether it's at 20 or them going up to get him, I believe Malik Willis becomes a Pittsburgh Steeler at, at the very least, unless someone else gets him ahead of him. I'm going to say the third one's Desmond Ritter, though. I think that's the guy that's going to be a little bit more attractive at this point in the process, right? For a late first rounder, which I think he would be, whether it is the Lions or, or another team trading back into the first round to get him, I think Desmond Ritter brings a little bit more of that. Feels like what he brings is more potential than, say, a Matt Corral or a Sam Howell. So I'm going to go with Ritter being that third guy, but I agree that it's three total players. To me, Desmond Ritter is the player... All of the descriptions that people give for Kenny Pickett in terms of, you know, he can start day one, he understands defenses, he's accurate, like all these things that that we hear as the, the plus column for Kenny Pickett and the reason that a team like Carolina might draft him in, at number six overall because they're desperate and they need a day one starter and they need a guy to be really good right off the bat. To me, those things all describe Desmond Ritter better than they describe Kenny Pickett. Like, he's the guy that actually has a pretty extensive um, tape of legitimately reading through defenses, working through progressions, being really good at doing that. He's got the the final year, you know, big PFF grade as well. Wasn't quite as good as Pickett's, but was right there. It was, it was right up there and 90 type of grade. Um, and I, he doesn't have the drawbacks. Like, he doesn't hold on to the ball in the pocket in age. He doesn't have, he has better pocket presence. I think he's better equipped to start day one. I'm not 100% sure how the kind of the world, the community, or even just the Panthers decided that, you know, Kenny Pickett is the guy to, to hit your wagon to as the quarterback you need to take if you're grabbing a day one starter and Desmond Ritter just kind of falls by the wayside. We did discuss this on the main PFF NFL podcast about Ritter. I think the big question mark being high percentage of uncatchable passes, but also when he's on target, he's really on target, right? He's not like putting it on the wrong shoulder yeah. and all that stuff. He does have some accuracy to his game. He just, you know, got to clean up some of those misses. I think the, I think Ritter's athleticism though, is what's going to be so attractive. All your points are valid, you know, probably works through the system a little bit better than say Kenny Pickett. 
But I do think people are going to look at Ritter and say, there's some untapped potential there. He's working with Jordan Palmer, movement skills, all this stuff. I feel like they're going to, like Ritter's going to get squeezed in to that first round. What, I, I want to turn it a little bit though. And by the way, we, we have to say something nice about Kenny Pickett. He was our, you know, one of the highest graded quarterbacks in college last year. But it's just bigger hands than I do. He does have bigger hands than you. It's just a one. It's just one year for Pickett. It's also one year for Ritter. uh, But I do think Pickett stylistically isn't really Mac Jones, and he's getting put into this Mac Jones category of trust, run the offense, and accuracy. And I think Pickett's at least a couple rungs below that, but still a, a a good player. Yeah, I don't hate Kenny Pickett. I just think he's being misdescribed or like incorrectly labeled, like. Anybody referring to him as this Mac Jones style of quarterback, I think it's just wrong. Like, that's not where he, that's not how he plays the game. Um, he holds on to the ball. Like, he almost plays like Andrew Luck more than he plays like Mac Jones. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of the things that he does are late in the play. Like, late in the play is when he makes a lot of good things happen. But you kind of need to be Andrew Luck to get away with doing that at the NFL level. And even Andrew Luck, when they finally said, hey, Andrew, how about you get the ball out of your hands a lot quicker than you've been doing for the last five years. When they finally did that to him, like Andrew Luck became the full version of Andrew Luck. Like we got the final created, you know, the the final iteration of what Andrew Luck could be and got the best version of Andrew Luck. So it's just that he's not this like hyper quick processor, you know, knows how to run the offense, gets the ball out of his hands, the facilitator that these, that a Mac Jones style of quarterback is. He plays in a completely different way. Doesn't mean he won't be successful, but it does mean that like that style of play, I think is not conducive to like day one rookie success. I think those guys that play in that kind of style are typically going to struggle more. And look, if Andrew Luck was what the third best quarterback in his draft class year one, like RG three was better. Russell Wilson was better. Andrew Luck took a while to get going because he, like he took an age with the ball and you're going to get sacked. You're going to have problems because you put yourself under pressure all the time because in the NFL, those pockets collapse pretty quickly. So it's not that I don't think Kenny Pickett can, you know, become something down the line. I just think this idea of him as being like the safest day one starter is is way off right now you can get 50 percent off a pff elite annual subscription using the code draft 50 with 365 days of elite you can get all of pff's locked article content the nfl draft guide completely unlocked mock draft simulator it's promo code draft 50 for 50 percent off a pff elite annual subscription also be sure to check out the pff draft show we're live all three days of the nfl draft including a sunday recap go to pff.com for a one-of-a-kind draft tracker during the show of grades and data on every single selection. I want to pivot this a little bit. By the way, I mean, Panthers fans are really excited that you just called Kenny Pickett the next <laughs> Andrew Luck, and we're, we're definitely equating those two. That's that's the uh-huh. takeaway here. Uh, what about Sam Howell and Matt Corral? What do you think it would... Again, We you said, hey, we're not surprised. You wouldn't be surprised if they were the third quarterback, right? After, say, Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett, if they were the third off the board in the first round. But I, what's keeping those guys out of the first round? I do agree for Matt Corral. It's, hey, the offense in question marks with Sam Howell, a lack of progression, right? He was a really good true freshman. He was a really good true sophomore, a really weird true junior year where Sam Howell became a fullback at quarterback yeah. instead of a passer, even though he looked like he was on the path to maybe being the most polished passer in this class. What are your thoughts on Sam Howell and Matt Corral and maybe why they aren't as heavily talked about in the first round conversation 
Well, I think the thing that ties them together is the offense. They both have, they both ran this RPO heavy or an RPO heavy style of college offense that is very, very far divorced from anything they're going to be running at the NFL level. So consequently, there's just more projection from either guy to any offense that they're going to be running in the NFL. You can see a much smaller direct line from Desmond Ritter at Cincinnati to what he's going to be doing in the NFL, even from Kenny Pickett to the NFL, even from Malik Willis. Like you can see a a clearer straight line if just because teams are going to be building a, an NFL offense and more closely resembles his college offense. Um, The other two guys. So you've got that big projection that needs to happen. I heard right at the start of the process that Matt Corral has some kind of like attitude, maturity type question marks, off field stuff. And then that disappears for a long time. He's not a two cell phone guy, is he? I haven't heard that, but that that all kind of disappeared for a while and it went quiet. And then recently again, I've heard that come up again. So maybe that is something that bubbles under the surface for Matt Corral and might keep him as a second round guy rather than a first round guy. And then the Sam Howell thing, it's like the, the volume of just like we talked about, you know, Desmond Ritter has misses more throws than you would like, right? But when he hits them, they're laser accurate. They're exactly where they need to be ball location wise. Sam Howell just misses an absolute ton of throws, like, period, the full stop. Um, And at some point, like, it's a Josh Allen thing, right? Like, you can make up a ton of spectacular plays, but you need a baseline of accuracy. And if you don't have that, you get put into this, like, massive outlier bucket of, like, how many people have gone from being fundamentally very inaccurate to fundamentally very accurate. Like, until Josh Allen, there wasn't many of them at all. And then Josh Allen just adds one to the list of guys that are in that category. Yeah, and I think the bottom line with this draft class, Sam, the whole offseason, this NFL, was this maneuvering to go get the next big quarterback, whether it was Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, all of the or, or getting wide receiver one. Who in this draft class do you really feel great about in that lens? I mean, these feel like the types of quarterbacks the teams are moving on from. The only yeah. luxury here is, hey, they will be first contract QB. So we'll find out Thursday night. Sam and I are both going with three quarterbacks drafted in round Let it, in round one. Let us know. Who do you think? How many quarterbacks in round one? The PFF NFL Daily.